So yeah, it's always about equity and shouts out to all the new home buyers out there. Yeah, shouts out. I'm trying to be a home buyer soon, so I'm taking the precautions to do what I need to do as a hairstylist because it is hard showing your income when you want to show, you know, making a, you know. I never thought about that. Yeah, so I'm trying to do that within the next year. But things are so high right now. Yeah, it's not a buyer's market. It's a seller's market at the moment. Very much as a seller's market. And they, uh, and man, they are getting them. You yeah. see them, you see them joints that they building across the street. They was 240 when they first started building them last year. Mm-hmm. And now they upwards of 300 and they got three people moving in there and they about to build like 80 more. And they just built them. It took them like what, six months to build them? They've been building over there for like a year. Damn near six months. You know, I don't know. It's, they they put them up too quick. So then you got a lot of nail pops, and it's just too quick. To you don't put get up that home. regardless. You don't get you don't get the nail the nail pops regardless. You just gotta watch out for the trash ass foundations. Yeah, the selling of the foundation. Yeah, the uh, well, some of that, that a lot of that should be cosmetic. But some of the, some stuff, especially when they build the houses on top of each other like that, them them foundations be trash. Mm-mm. Super trash. But anyway, how was your week? Uh, everything's good on this end. Softball is rocking and rolling. We haven't had no games out in a couple. Games rained out in a couple weeks. I'm loving that. Bat is hot. Shouts out to all the softball players out there. And yours? It was cool. Got my hair did. Hey, New y'all. braids. New braids. Got my hair did or whatever. New braids. Who this? Who this? What's up? I'm acting brand new on them. Okay. Real who brand you, new. Who you went to? Shout the hairdresser. I can't shout them out because I, they braided my hair too tight, y'all. Them Africans. Yo, shouts out to the Nigerian team. Uh, I really team wanted USA. my friend T that styled you to braid my hair, but she was booked up and you can't be last minute when you try and book your hair appointment. Yeah, especially right now. It's summertime. It's hot. Everybody outside. Nah, this ain't it. It ain't it. Don't ain't be last it. minute, y'all. But they did a good job, though. Thanks. You taking your aspirin? Man, I had to put a hot towel on my head. That's how bad it was hurting. I was like, really? Really? Mm. Really? Okay. They can't They can't destroy your edges and pull your forehead up back no further, though. So. Listen, this forehead is going to be an inch back when I take these braids out. I can't. Not an inch back. Shouts out Jazz <laughs> Jefferson. I see you. <laughs> Jazzy Jefferson. <laughs> George and Weezy, baby. I don't even know she had a, they had a daughter. They had a Jazzy daughter out Jefferson. here in Baltimore. <laughs> Jazzy Jefferson. Jazzy and now Jefferson. she out here eating, doing her thing, looking to buy houses after her dad. He ain't never sold a condo on the west side. He still got it? Nah, he, he's on the still. On the east side? No, he's about to sell it, but Dang. he about to sell it. Dang. Short sale it. <laughs> No, that's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. It needs to be fixed up too much. It's a mess. <laughs> what about the tips? They look, they don't look, the tips don't look mad thick. No, I had to redo them. I was pissed. Like, I literally had to go in and rebraid the ends of my hair because they left all this extra hair and it was cut real short. I was pissed off. Like, <laughs> I got set up, y'all. So I ain't even want to shout out where I got my hair braided because they don't need no credit at all. But... But the the lady who braided your hair, her nephew plays on a Nigerian national team that beat Team USA. He, I, who knows what he doing, but I he, got set he up. He did, yo. He did. I can't pronounce his name, so I can't shout him out. But shout out to the Team Nigeria, yo. I, it, it would make sense 
that the blacker your team is, the better basketball players they are. The last. The last. The last. Mm, but anyway, let's get it cracking. Let's go. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. J. Cole. Off season. Let's work. Hey, you know the vibes. Sliding my escape, this game riding niggas fake. Got a couple M's hiding in the safe. Imagination turn a Honda in a rave. I was doing 80 on the state, trying to make it back before my class start. Country nigga never seen a passport. Watching my Yeah. Back, what you thought you know the yeah. way? <laughs> yeah. Never seen nothing except a fucking triple bean jumping. Good dope, leave a fiend crumping. Made it out of gotta mean something. It's gonna be a light skin summer, y'all. Uncle Sam got your head re enlisting. Two six murder scene. Happy Saturday, happy Saturday. you can hear grumbling. and still munching. Big bag, never fear fumbling. Won't smoke, nigga, don't choke. I'm a What's the book, Rock a Baby? Hey, when your family turning to foe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a truck getting shows, my niggas like any mini money more. Scoop up a dime piece like we homeless, then we gon' send them back to the toe. How did the concrete was a rose, and when it was cold? Had to go over and stand by the stove. We from the southeast, niggas know this where the out street real slow. Won't vote, but they mob deep with the post. I punch the top seat, not no more. And now my side seat is a thorn. Hot outside. It's super hot. Y'all know the time. Let's talk about it. It's hey. hot outside. Some feel music, feel good music, creating a vibe on this Saturday. Yes, it's still a hot girl summer, ladies. Come on, we got time. About that. <laughs> about that. Hey. Summertime. It's my season. Cancer season's coming to an end. We about to sit down and chill out. Let these funky, musty-ass Leos come in. Don't do that. My son's a Leo. My mom's a Leo. Don't do that. My mom's a Leo. Shouts out Sandra. Let's go. Definitely a summertime classic. Feel good music. Let's get the vibe going. Yeah. Hey, yo, Drake, we waiting on you. Rihanna, we waiting on you. How you feel? How you feeling? You like that? I'm feeling that was actually really dope. I feel like I wanted to get like a little sangria, some of balcony mm -hmm. type music. I was feeling mm -hmm. that. Yo, Nick's fish box down in the city. You familiar with it? 
mixed fish house. Fish house, yeah, I think that's it. Um, I thought it was in Annapolis. No, nah, that's it's in down in Baltimore. Oh, I have not been there, but I heard about it. I heard yeah. a lot of great things about it. Shout out to my man Big Low. I went there for his birthday. That joint was lit. What's the name of the DJ in Baltimore that she DJs? It's a girl. It's a girl. Uh, She's a big girl, but she brings a live drummer. Oh, what's her name? I do not know her name. You're going to remember it throughout the podcast and we and just bring it back up. It's going to come back she up. is lit. She's fire. She's fire. Yo, if y'all don't know, this DJ, when you, I don't care what you play. It's fire. When you put live drums behind it. It do go hard. That, it goes crazy. It go hard. She had the whole, the, when I say the whole club. First of all, well, it's you on out, the outside part outside, or the inside? The outside part. Yeah, because the outside part is really chill. Outside is, is chill. You know what I'm saying? We, we being safe from COVID still. You know what I mean? We out here partying responsibly. Very much. And I want to say it was like 30, it was like, let's say it's a big tent. It's a giant tent. You know what I'm saying? Let's, we could easily say it's like about 2,500 to, all right, let's say this. It's about half an acre. Is that big? It's about that big. It's about half an acre. Wow, that's nice. It's about half an acre. And 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 it was maybe about 40, 50 people in there. But when I tell you they had the whole place rocking. That's a good vibe. Singing along. Come on, yo. I'm in love with the vibe. That's that's all I'm about this summer is creating vibes. Like, yeah, I'm I'm here. Let's get it. I'm here. I'm here. So talking about being hot for the summertime, can you imagine wearing a goddamn romper? Like, I hear they're making their uniforms be wrong, but it's like, what the hell? First of all, how y'all going to pee? Like, mm-hmm. is it going to be a zipper in the front for the men, a zipper underneath for the women? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to take more time to use the bathroom. There'll be a lot of dudes in a porta potty with their back out. Oh, it's going to be a lot of men in a porta potty with their pants on the ground, pants on the ground, pants on the ground. Like, do y'all put the whole pants on the ground when you pee in a romper? I mean, you got to take, like, one leg off, hold the other leg up, um, and then don't let you have a romper that's zipping the back. You got to tap on the neighbor. Excuse me, can you unzip me really quick? Why? I got to use the bathroom. I got on a romper. And everybody's going to understand. So they're going to unzip you because they're like, oh, my God, I just hate rompers. Like, they're so uncomfortable. But now you got to have an uncomfortable conversation with a stranger. That's yeah. why y'all go to the bathroom and partners and buddy Some, teams. You have to, especially if you have on a romper. You got to get zipped up or zipped down before you, you leave out the house. Wow. Like, you cannot be dating somebody and I mean, you can't be single and wear a romper. You got to be dating somebody because somebody has to zip you up unless you put a hanger on the back or unless it don't oh, have... Oh, you got mad long arms. <laughs> or you don't have a zipper on it. But I can't imagine it being functional serving in the army... Trying to run with something up your crotch. Wow. I don't know. It's a lot to think about. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. But it was just, it's just an idea. It's a rumor. There's a, so, there's a photo floating around the internet with his young soldiers running around. He got a romper on. He got the sleeve. He got the legs cut off. The sleeves cut off. And Sound like your kind of outfit. In, in, in that aspect, yeah. <laughs> in that aspect, yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's some, that is some bill <laughs> shit. But I ain't gonna, mm-mm, not with a romper, I ain't with it. Yeah, I can't I'm, imagine I'm a running. Man and I can't, oh man, imagine a, imagine just, 
It's just not comfortable. I can't see you in a motor pool. Where you gonna put the gun at? Well, you could hide the gun easier. Where? Inside the bumper. And how you gonna get to it easier? Because <laughs> you gotta use a gun. It's just not a lot yeah, of time. I don't. Maybe nah. I just can't imagine. Like I say, we gotta imagine it because ain't no telling with this army nowadays. I see. I see it coming. Sad and unfortunate. Hate to see it, but yeah, it's 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 a bit much. It's a bit much. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit much. Don't do it. Nah. The leaders out there, don't do it. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do it. Ain't gonna do it. L, Army General Mark McKilly, mm. chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, in his new book said he would resign if Trump refused to leave office. So... You want to spill the beans after the fact. After he <laughs> leave, leave the office, you want to run your mouth, little Mark ass. I got to give him, I got to shoot him some bail on this one, though, because he's been very vocal about, again, he's a four-star general, one of the highest-ranking generals in the Pentagon, and he's been very vocal about making changes and listening to our black voices. Well, he's that's been, a good thing. He's been vocal about it. But being vocal about it and then having the act, doing the act and completing the actions behind your words, two completely different things. So is his actions meeting up with what he's saying? Well, because he's a general. Generals sit, usually sit on a panel and they're not individuals. Okay. They, don't, they don't pass their, they're not like a, a politician where they, you know, they, a politician has individual actions that they may get things done with. A general is definitely uh, in charge of something. But a general at the Pentagon, yeah, his name carries a lot of weight. Right. But, but he still has protocol. Exactly. But and he, he can still weigh in on positive things that he want to do. You know what I mean? He can and still I believe, weigh and in. I'm, and, the, and in my heart of hearts, I believe, I believe he has. But where were you on January 6th? Mm. Where were your soldiers on January 6th? Hiding. Because... These people ran up in, in y'all building, right. in y'all state capitol, and they not going to jail. Nothing. The general has not spoken. Only one got shot, and she was a veteran. Mm. There's a police officer murdered. That was devastating. And his family has what? They I, don't have justice. No, not at all. Definitely don't have justice. I don't know. So, Mark Milley, where's that at? Like, in I your don't book? know, sir. Talk about it. General, I don't know. But, I mean, usually when a general writes books, they, they usually get a lot of, uh, they usually get a lot of sales. But he's definitely, this is a rollout of all rollouts. He's, he's smart with the rollout, using right. Trump's name. Trying to get publicity. Definitely getting publicity. Because people are going to buy it. People may buy it. If he's against them, people that are against him may say, yeah, let me see what he's talking about. Because they may think they may get some juice. In this book, they might think they get some juicy, juicy stories or something. So he may possibly... Well, let's look at it like this. Who's uh, more liable to be reading? Who's more of a reading? Who has more of a reader, a reading uh, Definitely audience? not. An, I don't want to say it, but... <laughs> nah, say that let's shit. Let's just say... We are here to provide content all in line. If you put it in a book for a black person, they ain't going to never read it. Even Kevin Hart said his mama left him some money and she put it in that Bible and he ain't even know. It was $40. You ain't miss out It was enough, time. but he still ain't know. But you know, a lot of information is in books. We want to 
look at Instagram. We want to look at the TV to get our information when sometimes you have to go back to the source. You have mm. to go back to pen and paper mm. in order to get what you need. Like you got to manifest it by writing it down. Go back to the old school because you're not going to get it in the media. You're not going to get it. You know what I mean? You want to? It's going to stick and resonate within a book. Hopefully, it'll stick and resonate. Because to be honest with you, I've read plenty of books. Well, I've started to read plenty of books. It was a journey, and then they and then they and then they drag. And it's not. I don't know if it's my fault. I don't know if it's the author's fault. It could be possible. For me personally, I'd rather do an ebook because there's context in the words when exactly. you're listening to someone speak. So for me, I'm not the biggest reader, but I will rock with an ebook. But you're still getting the information. Definitely you getting the information. You know what I mean? Mean? And, the and when you read a book, yeah. a lot of times we read a book, you don't know the author's voice. You don't yeah. you, it's very difficult to catch and understand the content or Well, you can just make your own voices in your own head. And, okay, your own voices <laughs> you, you can. No, you're not wrong. You can make your own voices in your own head, but what ha- what happens when you do that though? You creating you, a narrative. You may miss something. You gonna miss something. You may miss something. You're right. So, but I definitely um, shouts out to the general General Millie. Uh, I wish you would make it happen. Continue to fight for our black voices. Um, we have a black voice representing in uh, representing this summer. Yeah, talk De- about it. Definitely. Um, she, I, I messed up her name. She, she gonna get it right because <laughs> they was messing up her name a bunch of times. Oh no no no! We talking about staff sergeant Naomi Graham, uh, women's boxing. Uh, she took a silver in the 2019 Pan American Games, but because uh, someone was caught cheating, doping, she's been moved up to gold medal, and now she gets the opportunity to participate in the Olympics. How you feel about it? That is amazing. That super is dope. Super dope. Super, super, super dope. dope. Shouts out to that queen. Let's make sure I hit the right button. Oh yeah, shouts out. It. Fun fact: as we were talking, I did not know that the military had some of their people actually in the Olympics. I just thought it was just, like, people like us. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that. So that's just... Yeah, that's been that's been since the beginning of the time, almost. Like, back in the 40s and 50s, the greatest athletes were in the military. Like, a lot of professional athletes, like football players and basketball players, they were often in the... came from the military because, I mean, poor people in the military, that was a, that's always been a way out. Yeah, I, I just never knew that. I just thought it was just, like, you know... Regular people from like you know little towns here, little towns there, or whatever, and you know, whatever. They I wonder what city has the most gold medalists. I know yeah. growing up in my neighborhood in, in uh, World Projects in the Bronx, we had a dude who was uh, an Olympic gold medalist. That's what's up. It was like a thing growing up. Like we all sat around the TV, waiting for the Olympics to come on, waiting to see you know who we got winning and the gymnasts and the the runners. It was like a highlight of the summer for me. Yeah. Like it was like a big thing in my family. So, you know, shout out to Sergeant Naomi Graham, Staff Sergeant Naomi Graham. Um, we love and we support you, Queen. But I will not be watching the Olympics. You boycotting? I ain't with it. So, are you boycotting because of the whole weed incident, or I'm are you boycotting because I'm boycotting because they're not allowing larger swim caps? Or black hair. That was wrong. Definitely. And it does not, it does not, it's not an advantage to nobody to wear a larger swim cap. Well, if you have a lot of hair, as African Americans, we have thick, larger hair. You like need you. a larger, African-American, yeah. African American, and you got thick, larger hair. I, that tight swim cap hurts. Mm. 
So imagine putting a, a elastic rubber plastic cap that's too small on Our your head. Our listeners have to imagine your forehead Go, right. in cellophane. Oh, wow. <laughs> in plastic. First of all, that's a lot of material, and that can't be good for the ozone layer. It, it, it's, it's, it's not, because this forehead is, like, bigger than Chardé's, but whatever. Mm, mm. I'm just saying. And then imagine taking it off. Your hair gets stuck in the cap. Yeah, you're stuck in the cap. It hurts, but... And also, as African-Americans, swimming, it's like product and stuff in our hair. Mm -hmm. So if you get in the water and you got product in your hair, guess what's going to happen? It's going to drip down into them glasses and it's going to burn your eyes. So you need protective mm. swimwear like or on your head because it's protecting you as you're swimming. Your hair is not going in your eyes because it's, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Mm. But I just feel like... It's I just feel like wrong. the the committee in Tokyo is doing a lot. I feel like the it's an issue for me that they um they don't want athletes wearing Black Lives Matter merch. They don't yeah. want athletes standing on the podium raising a fist in the air. They don't. They don't. These are things that these are rules that they just implemented for this for this season though. So if you're doing this, it's okay for someone right. to represent a Confederate flag. Exactly. It's okay for someone to rep to wear a, a Make America Great Again merch. Right. Those are, you don't have no problem with those, but Black Lives Matter merch, nah, we can't have that. So, Larger swim caps, more advantageous to black women swimmers, which we've never really had a, an abundance of. Yeah. But now we're going to find a way to limit those? Because I remember those? Dominique oh, okay. Dahl being one of the a mm -hmm. black gymnasts that it made me want to watch more because I saw mm -hmm. someone like me on TV. What is the young girl name? Um, I want to say she's she's a gymnast. I don't know if her name is Gabby. I, I can't. Oh, Gabby Douglas. Is she the one that was saying that you know when she was over in um, Russia or whatever, how you know she was sexually molested by her 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 a doctor or something, her, a doctor or a trainer. Yeah. So I'm like, she's coming out and she's talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. And she's making awareness to it. Now it's just mighty funny that all of a sudden all these rules are. Popping up. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me, but I can't say two and two go together. But I'm just I'm just saying that, you know, now that she's speaking up and she's telling her truth and she's speaking in her experience, you know, now all of a sudden they're making all these other rules for African-Americans like, oh, you can't do this or, oh, you can't there do that. There are African women that are runners who have naturally high testosterone. Their testosterone is naturally high. Nothing illegal about them. They didn't take any drugs. Testosterone levels naturally high, not allowed to compete. Poland mm. has a whole man that identifies as a woman, mm. and he's competing. A whole man. Well, I guess now you can identify, identify as, as a woman. Want. And he's allowed to compete. And that's these hella natural, testosterone. These natural women can't compete. Listen, they're drawing a line in the sand, making it very clear where they stand. I'm not even going to talk about Shakari Richardson and all of what she's going through because Michael Phelps had a whole photo. Michael Phelps was smoking reefer. Was smoking weed. And they were like, oh, but he didn't piss hot. Okay, but was he even tested, though? They did give Michael Phelps some slack, though. A lot of slack. They did. A lot of slack. There was another swimmer. I don't want to mention, I don't even want to bring up his name, but he lied in Brazil about being attacked by the uh, police. And the whole time his bum ass was out there acting a donkey 
and was and was almost arrested, but they let him go because he was a white boy. And then he lied about the whole incident. And they was like, oh, you know, he's just a kid. That man was 30 years old when he did that nonsense. Mm, he's just a kid. But he was just a kid. Speak- and, he was al- and he was allowed to still compete mm. after his fuck shit incident. That's crazy. But speaking of just a kid, do you feel like 18, year, 18 years of age is old enough to carry, to, you know, be able to carry a gun? Federal appeals courts are now allowing 18-year-olders to carry weapons. Or, That's awesome. So 18 years, I feel like, you know, they remember you could drink at 18, right? And then it was like, no, let's raise it to 21 because they realized that people aren't quite responsible at 18. Mm -hmm. I still feel like you're still figuring your life out at 18. You're still making irrational decisions at 18. Mm -hmm. You know, suppose you become a gun holder and you're you're still hot-headed. And you haven't learned through life yet, knowing how to deal with your anger, your emotions, and you make a wrong decision and then okay. you end up in jail. So I just feel like it's too young. Uh, I don't agree. I feel like you can join the army at 17 and you'll be carrying a gun. Now, I do feel like if you are training for the army mm-hmm. and you are fighting to protect the country, then absolutely. But if you are just a regular civilian, I feel like it should be a, a little more time, time. Not well, the army minutes. doesn't protect the country. The army protects capitalism overseas. So, so I don't care that much about capitalism, but I do care about families. And I feel like it's important for you to protect your family. If you're an 18 year old, young person um my daughter is 14 and she's gonna in a couple of years she will be 18 and she'll be moving around in this world and i would like her to be able to protect herself no i'm not saying do not get the training that you need you know what mm-hmm. i mean everyone still, needs training still everyone get needs your training. gun training absolutely but i still feel like you should wait before you you know I make that agree. decision you know what i, I mean? don't agree because it's not that's there's the difference between an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old is what? I'm 100% sure you were, 100, you were way more mature than me when you was 18 and I was 21. Well, I'm a female. You know they say women mature quicker than men anyway. Well, but. at the same time, it takes a mature, responsible person to even take the initiative to start the process of going ahead and purchasing a weapon for yourself. I mean, Because if it's not like, especially here in Maryland, it's not super Well, in Maryland, they got illegal guns. So, I mean, they, 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 they carrying guns at 16 like, so you might as well go ahead and do it legally. I just feel like they say drink responsibly, carry your gun responsibly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm Absolutely. a firm believer of, you know, respect. So if they're you gonna, can respect gonna do the anyway. laws, then, you know, do it. But I still feel like you should, you know, wait. Only because, you know, I've lost a lot of people to gun violence. So I'm on the fence. I, too, have lost people to gun violence. And I feel like... If they themselves were protect, if they protected themselves better, then they they would probably still be here. I feel like so many, so many of the people we've lost to gun violence. I wish that they could be here still, but I don't want any more laws on guns because they're only Built. they're only implemented for black people. So. Right, right. Yeah. So like Give you it to them. strap up, y'all. Yeah. So no, real quick before you know. I was in Texas, right? You know, you can carry in Texas. So hand of the straps. I was I was in an Uber and this big old monster truck was like 
like driving all crazy and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like, I don't know who's in that car. What if they got a gun? <laughs> so the Uber driver was like, they don't do that out here because we can carry guns. So you never know who you may pull up on mm -hmm. and they strap too. So that's why he said it's it's much safer out here because you never know who's strapped as well. Exactly. So when you said that, that reminded me of like, oh dang, no wonder he, you know, you never know who's strapped. So... Ain't nobody exactly. gonna just start busting on you. You know what I mean? No, it's no use in it's no use in playing these stupid games to win a stupid prize when you when you know that what that stupid prize can very well be. It's way less likely when everybody has a gun that somebody gets shot. I know it does I know it sounds crazy to a lot of us, but if you think about it, you've never tried it. Right. We've never tried it. And as opposed to what we've been trying, we just might wanna try it. Right. Because right now, if you're a criminal and you're walking around New York City and you have a gun, you know you're the only person with one. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know it. But if you don't but know if Homeboy got it, you don't know what he's going to do. You'd be less likely to act stupid. And that's what the guy was saying. He was less like, nah. He was like, nah, you don't know what somebody else got. You, what is that? You pull up with a twenty two. he got a whole nine. So you just never know. <laughs> Yo, ain't nothing wrong. Hey, don't twenty twos kill people too. <laughs> Especially if you hit them first. Right, Especially right, if you right. hit them oh, first. Lord. 22s tear your ass up good. Pew, pew, pew. It's a 22. How it sound? <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, it pew. Sound, it sound like electricity. You're like... Da, 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 da. Yo, when I <laughs> shot my first nine, look, I'm, I was like... Oh, boy. <laughs> Tell the story, Jazz. Yo, I shot my first gun before. I was so scared. But guess what? On my first shot, I hit it straight in the heart. Like, boom, boom, back. That's how it was sound. It was like, back, back, back. Quote, boom, boom, bat. That's how get, I sound. Get, get. Bat, bat, bat. <laughs> bat, bat, bat. End quote. But, but, but. I was busting on them. I did good. I only did nine rounds. Yeah, I get a hand clap. <laughs> <laughs> a motherfucker. <laughs> a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not even doing it. I ain't even doing it. Nah, but it's, yo, when you come to the range with your boy, though, yo. I need to come. Come on. I'm getting comfortable with these guns. You know, I'm still terrified of them, but, you know. Wait, so bring the strap down here for Jack. Don't do it. I'm scared. I'm just kidding. Stay I'm scared. Don't, don't even do don't, it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> it's a lie. I'm scared. I'm scared of guns. Oh, my God. But, yo, shouts out to the Federal Appeals Court. Thank you. We, uh, we appreciate you. Young people out there, do be responsible. Go ahead and get yourselves your weapons. Get familiar. Train up. And protect yourselves and your family. Let's do it, y'all. So, how you feel about this statement that's been going around on Instagram? Here we go. Only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally, and a man is only loved if he can provide something. How do you, how do you feel about that statement? What does that statement feel? Make, how does that make you feel? You got to put the honey emoji on that one. You Bob. said a honey? One honey. Bob, it's all facts. You think it's facts? All right. I, I, I'm on two sides of the coin. I'm on both sides of the coin to be 100% honest. I can, be on, honest. I can honest. be on both sides. All right, play one side of the coin. All right, I'm going to play the side that a woman is going to do everything that she can to make her man happy, please him, regardless of what he has. Like, a man can be, some women, a man will be without a job. He'll be riding in her car all day long while she going out to work, get the bread, get the money, you know. <laughs> you know, what else? Uh, he could be locked up. She holding him down, and he has nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Nothing. Now, all right, now, I agree with you 100%. 
Because on the flip side of that, when a woman is locked up, uh, they yeah. get the least amount of visitors. And that's so sad. The least amount of family who comes up and represents them. It's like a double... Um, Double-edged sword? No, or double standard? A, yeah, because it's like when a woman goes to jail, it's like it's double disgrace. That's the word. Like mm. a man go to jail was like you disgrace you went to jail before a woman to go to jail and, and be serving time it's like pitiful. They look at a woman like it's you're, you're pitiful. Be clear, I'm built from the BX. And I'm not a super street dude. Right. I'm familiar with street dude. I'm street dude to Jace. And and what what's been what we say in the streets is if you go to jail and nobody supports you, nobody comes visits you, that's because what you was doing on the streets before you went in... It was karma. You were, you was doing dirt. Oh, wow, wow. But that's not necessarily true because some of the women that were locked up, they were beating up their men that abused them, oh, that they, oh that they held them do down. That. I'm just, do I'm that. telling the truth. I was, I went to, what's that scared straight program? So I was, <laughs> I got the testimonies. I was the scared straight y'all because I was bad. So they sent me to the scared straight program and women were in there because they loved their man so much that they, they, they sold drugs to them and they got locked up for their men. And that's how much women love men that they'll do the unthinkable. They'll hold a brick They'll 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 make drug runs. They'll do so much for their men because they unconditionally love them. So the only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved if he can provide something. No, the other side of the coin. So that's the one side of the coin. The other side of the coin. Go. So the other side. So in the real world, I feel like men have it so hard with work. Mm-hmm. You know, making the bare minimum mm-hmm. sometimes, not being respected at work, then have to come home and tend to their wife. And, you know, she may have had a bad day and she's inflicting it on their man. So now you're making your man feel less of a man. Mm-hmm. Like he's not worthy of everything that he did, regardless if he works at Giant or regardless <laughs> if, if he's a trash man. And also in the professional setting, you know, you don't know what they're dealing with. Like, when you're in the military, you got to hold in so much information, so many secrets, so much things that... No, 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 that's only Jay. I don't got... I don't got... Uh, right. I, don't, I don't got government emails. I don't got that access, yo. Shouts out to no, Jay. Shouts out to saying, Trey. Shouts out to Jay. Hey, y'all. Lauren, manager. Boop, boop, whatever, whatever. But still, it's just... It's, it's just a... It's a lot of stuff that you guys have to take on as men and keep it all together and still, you know, function in the real world when you got so much weight on your back. You know what I mean? Mm. Trying to provide, trying to do this. And people are always telling you you're not great enough. You're not good enough. And in the world's eye, they look at you how the police see you. You're a threat. Mm. Or in the, the eyes of a child, Cause you know you're working all the time and you're you're not there or whatever the case may be. So it's wow. just so much you have to deal with, and that is the world I view. You know of how people see the black man, and and it's and it's really sad. It's wow. really sad. But that's the other side of it. So I want to get your your take on how you see it, cause you said all facts. Uh, all right. The question one more time. The statement rather. The statement, rather, and the statement being, it belongs <laughs> to psych, 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 
only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally, and a man is only loved if he can provide something. Okay, the statement itself comes from Chris Rock's comedy special, and I, and I agree with it. As men, we are required to protect and provide. That's our number one. That's what we do. Your duty. Protect and provide. That's, right. what, that's what we do. That's our one and two. All right? If you're not doing that, then what are you doing? You're not. Then we know. It's for us, what it, then what are you contributing to the family structure if you're not protecting or providing? You're, but you can protect and provide. It does not necessarily have to be a large amount of money in the standpoint because you can still protect your family. No, 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 and no, no, make, no, no, no. No one's saying that you have to provide a substantial amount. You're right. No, 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 no one's, no, but no. It you doesn't have we, to we do, be monetary. That's implied. That's implied. Monetary is implied. That's so you're implied. right. How you are saying it, mm-hmm. protect and provide. Mm-hmm. You're right. It does not have to be monetary, but it's looked at in a monetary standpoint. As far as, far as what we're doing here, yes. It's looked at as, as monetarily. They're looking for men to provide. But, but provided if a man just, does not, as a man, if you mm-hmm. don't fall in line and you're not providing and you're not protecting, you can become a horrible, hurtful man because it, yeah. it, it, it wears on you. It yeah. weighs on you, and, 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 and what can happen, it's what's heavy. happening. It's heavy. It's heavy on you, and yeah. it, it can make you insecure. And it can make you feel like you're not doing enough. And that man is not a good man to have around. And what happens is women, they'll date men and get hurt by a man. So when they move on to the next relationship, it's, oh, what can you do for me? How can you provide for me? What can you buy for me? Or what, you know, because it's like they're hurt. And now it's like, I'm going to hurt him in his pockets or I'm going to hurt him here. But not all women are like that. Not all women are like that. But some women but are. But as a man, in my, in my, in my head, protecting, I'm thinking, I'm always thinking protect and provide. So what happens is I see you as a woman Providing, doing what you do, which is providing nurturing mm-hmm. and and uh, and I guess a, a functional home. Right. And y'all, I guess for women, y'all create, y'all do well, y'all create the vibe. But I feel like men provide strength because it's something Should, about a o- man. Often matriarchs of the family do that, which is often a woman because y'all have the capacity to live longer usually. But you, no, you can look at your kid with a, a, a dad can look at their kid one time. And you don't even have to say nothing. Me, I have to say it 15 times. Hey, stop, 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 stop. And you might not even necessarily be a disciplinarian. It's just it's just the fact that you're a dude and it's like, hey, <laughs> hey. I used to be like that when my, when uh when I when I was married and the kids was younger, I could just slam the table one time. Hey, bow. Everybody, everybody in the house crying. <laughs> everybody in the house crying. <laughs> now they big and they don't give a damn. So I'm like, hey, bah. What the fuck wrong with this thing? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. My dad was a good person. And his favorite line is, I always provided for y'all. Make sure y'all had somewhere nice to stay. And y'all ain't living with no roaches and no rats. Y'all had the biggest houses of the house. Y'all was rolling in with rich, rich, riches. And da, 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 da. Yes, you did provide. But were you there, though? Like, he was there, but he wasn't there. Protect and provide. Did he have to be there? But Did somebody fuck with y'all? No, nobody. Well, so without no, being there, he we, was protecting. No. And he provided. He wasn't there. He provided. But he. I don't know about protect. 
but I did not never not feel safe. Anybody ever run up in your house? No. Nobody never ran up in the house. But he was never home. Job done, yo. Good His job, Jazz never Dad. Home, but Good still. job, Jazz Dad. Way to make it happen for the team. But still. Them kids don't go grateful and don't appreciate shit. Hashtag you FTK. You sound like his ass. Fuck them kids, yo. <laughs> uh, no, Fuck no, them no, kids, no, them no, grown no. ass kids. They don't appreciate nothing. No, we we I do appreciate, but even with protecting and providing, as men, y'all should provide unconditional love. As men, there's another topic of conversation that we got going on in the world. And there are men out there that feel DNA tests should be mandatory on a uh, child's birth. I dep- it depends. DNA tests should be mandatory. There are women out there who are getting away with this nonsense. How you feel about it, Queen? Talk about it. I feel like if mm. you messing with a jump off and you know she a jump off mm. and then you not sure, she not sure, then boom. But <laughs> if it's your wife and you don't have no reason to believe that she's cheating, don't just don't ask. But if the baby don't look like you, if you black and your baby come out with blue eyes and, and red hair and nobody in your family look like that. Then I, I mean, mm, I, I don't, it's offensive. Especially <laughs> to a woman that knows she ain't sleeping with nobody. Like, nigga, I ain't giving nobody this poom poom but you. And you got a nerve to be like, DNA tested, nigga, try me. You are now listening to uh, Dream Team 9-2 podcast. podcast. And Jazz is crazy. I don't know because I ain't even going to lie, yo. When my niece came. I was like, that ain't our baby. He's like, <laughs> whole time. Shorty, one month later, I said, damn, she looked just like me. That might be my little niece right there. God damn, that's my niece right there. How you doing? It's like, it's like, a month later? Babies look like everybody a month later, a month in. Nah. You got to give it like... You got to wait till they're like teenagers. When they start teenagers and they start looking like the mailman, then it's like, oh, shit, this nigga slouched over just like the mailman who carried that damn heavy-ass mailbag for I'm 30 years. <laughs> and he ain't even carry no mailbag yet. His, he got genetic mailman genes. He slouched before he even get the bag. I'm crying. So there's plenty of men. I think... Especially in the military, yo. Ooh, especially when they come home mm. and it... And, and, you be doing the math like, yo, I was only home for two days. You really wasn't ovulating on the 12th, but we still mm. hit. So how could I possibly be the baby daddy, the baby pappy? Like, I don't see how that, I don't see how that's adding up. Ooh. I don't see how that's Talk adding about up. It. That's not adding. Because you know you really it. only get pregnant during ovulation. So if you come home real quick, sure you really not ovulating. You be like, bam, bam, bam. Mm. I don't know. In the military, mm. I've seen a lot of women have babies by the dude up the street. Mm. Or they be having babies by the husbands that don't get deployed. It be the two. The oh, two. yeah. The rear. The, the rear. The rear. She get pregnant by the rear D. Yo, that, that, <laughs> there go right there. There go. The rear D. <laughs> rear D is rear detachment. Yo. They're the ones who are responsible for staying behind when everyone else in the battalion goes forward <laughs> and deploys. The rear D. I'm crying. Rear detachment stays home and they're supposed to take care of the forefront. But. Sometimes the rear D does a little too much on their uh, 
Little, little too ambitious on taking care of their responsibilities back. Just a, just a little bit, cause I, I didn't seen it happen. I didn't seen people going off like, yo, you slept with dude up the street, yo. That's yes petty. or no? Should DNA tests be mandatory? I feel like if you consent to it. I feel like they do so much in hospitals when these children are born already. Why not? Just add it to it. You're right, because they do tests for everything. They do But everything. I feel like if you consent to it. They be trying to vaccinate these babies. They infants. do vaccinate the babies. Infants. Yep. They That's traumatizing as fuck. Birth is traumatizing as fuck. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You wonder why babies be crying? Think yeah. about it. It was in the dark. And now they in the light. No, 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 no. They literally come right into the light immediately. Imagine when you sleep and somebody turn the light on and you like, hey, yo, damn. And you ain't never, but you ain't never even seen light before. You don't even know what light is. Your eyes ain't never even been open before. Never. And now here you are. You talk about a month later, you mad at your niece because she's starting to look like you. <laughs> but a, a, a month, imagine, imagine being a month, a month old, right? Mm. You ain't never had a hard shit before, yo. Can we go back to that? And now you shitting. Damn. In a diaper. Can we go back to that? It's running up your back. No hard shit. <laughs> no hard shit, because it's definitely not hard. That shit is wet as I don't know what. There's mothers out there with these struggle titties. Oh, praise And their babies is on the infamil. Oh, they should. she should have just let the titty pop in the little baby mouth at that point. They, the struggle titties don't be having powdered milk. <laughs> they be powdered milk in the struggle titties, and the baby can't drink it. They be on that formula, mm. and now these babies be backed up because they babies. They can't drink water. They definitely can't. It's a choking hazard. It's, they definitely can't. But I don't know. I remember my son um, claiming they said, oh, he got jaundice. You know, all black kids got jaundice, but whatever. Let them tell it. Yeah. Let them tell it. So they was like, well, give, the lady was like, well, give him a little bit of formula so he can pass this, you know, a bowel movement or whatever the case may be. Mm. And I, I had to give him formula and get, it went away. So that was weird. He didn't even get no medicine. He didn't sit in no light. Literally gave him some formula for him to use the bathroom. Don't medicate my baby. Don't give my baby nothing, yo. Winston came here. She was an asshole. Oh, she used to cry through the night? No. She never slept during She never slept that night. She'd just be up. Jason's still like that. He don't sleep through the night. Winter being a bassinet, I'm going to find a video. I got it on video somewhere. She be in a bassinet, just be up. Turn the lights on, turn the lights on she just there looking at you. Oh, wow. And she's just off, chilling by herself. Nothing. So who was getting up to get the baby when she just, well, you said she just be chilling. She just be up, nosy. Dang. Even, the, even the moment she was born, she was born via C-section. And she had to... Uh, she had a knot in the umbilical cord. She tied the knot in the umbilical cord? I don't know. I wasn't in there. I don't know who well, was right. in there. No, 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 <laughs> she was no, in there no. by herself. But there was a knot in the umbilical cord when she was born, and she had it in her hand like this. Jason had the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. He came out fighting like he was dying. Like, it was, that was scary. That's what, that's what, I seen that in his eyes when I met him. That's why I was surprised he knew he didn't know how to fight. <laughs> I thought he knew how to fight. That's why I punched him. He was a him. fighter. My son almost died on birth. Once it came out, she was an asshole off real. She had the umbilical cord like this, and they was trying to take it from her. She was like that. That's why she know how to lift them weights. Yeah. <laughs> She's strong she as shit. She was brolic, she was brolic from birth. Brolic from Yo, birth. she was but mad she was, Brooklyn she, on them. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Wait, you from Queens? You from Brooklyn? Which one? Mm, thank you also all the listeners out there. Veronica, what up? <laughs> Uptown Prodigy, what up, boy? What's that you from? BX Hollywood, what up, boy? Oh, BX, oh, the Bronx. That's the Bronx. You know I don't know shit about New York. Wayne, what up, boy? All the listeners out there. My man Joe, I be hooping with. What up, boy? And what's that you claim? Say. <laughs> you done? Are you, are you done? finished? Are you done? Lauren, what up, Queen? No, she from Queens, right? She from Staten Island. <laughs> oh, my God. Ice, what up? She from Yonkers. Trey, what up, boy? You know, I used to lie to niggas, and I used to be like, yo, I'm from Yonkers or whatever. I used to put this voice on, like, I'm talking like this or whatever, like I was Nicki Minaj, and I used to talk like I was from New York or whatever. Shouts out to all the listeners <laughs> out there. You rocking with the Dream Team 9-2 podcast, and jazz herky as fuck. <laughs> I'm in my New York voice or whatever. What's that, ma? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Is breaking up easy for you? It depends if you're doing a breaking up. But if you're not ready to break up and he break up with you, it ain't easy, man. You'd be like, damn, like, I wasn't ready. Like, I'm not ready to break up. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I still want what some you need? more. Oh, the pipe be right. Not the pipe, but just that. I, I don't want to break up just yet. Like, like can, can we finish this season of power and then talk about it? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I can't watch it without you, so I feel like. I can't. Can we finish the book of Revelation? Because. <laughs> <laughs> can we watch, can we finish, can we watch this? All right, next week is a season ending episode of uh of uh what's the your show? The Shy. The Shy. You know Can we wait till show? after that and can then we, we just talk about it? All right? Then we then after that, no, this is going to break. That's what you be saying. No, can we can we wait until I finish curling my hair with rice? <laughs> can we wait? I know. Hey yo, I'm curling your hair with rice is OD, yo. Yo, I'm not done. Until I finish every strand of hay on my head, curling it with jasmine rice, then we can break up. But until then, I'm not ready. Like, unless I'm ready, then we can break up. But when when it's it's not over until I say, and I'm not ready. Because you trash. That's trash? ST. We cannot move on. No, 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 no. ST. Super trash. No, we cannot break up. You are super up. trash. I'm not ready. I'm not. Breaking up is not easy for me. It's not? Because you I'll be everything. broken up in my head, but there's there's very there's not many aspects in my life in which I procrastinate. But breaking up is one of them. Cause how do you break up? Like what do you say? Like, yo, you wanna scratch your head? Before we get before before I get distant. Mm. I get distant because I wanna because I know who I know me and I wanna make sure it's not me. Because I'm not right. the type of dude to burn bridges. I'm not. Oh wow. I'm mean. I am mean. Mm-hmm. But you, you I'm not mean to the friendship. people. I, I'm, I, I will always like to keep a friendship. Why wouldn't you? Right. I can't. Mm-mm. I don't want you. I don't want to be necessarily friends or hang out with my ex or something like that. But I don't want there to be bad blood. No bad. You're going to get it back in blood. You break out with me. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm just joking. That's a jokey joke. It's a jokey joke. No, no, but that's good. So that's a, that's a key thing. When you start feeling someone getting distant, you can kind of feel the breakup. So sometimes it is mutual because you get the vibe. Like you're not vibing with me like you used to. I used to, to laugh at your jokes, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. 
like funny. <laughs> it's like that. It's real, like huh? <laughs> like yeah. Especially if the you know what is going, you really know it's 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 about to be over. No, 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 no. If you know, because a lot of times you could really still care about a person, right? Hmm. And if I still care about about her, even before, even right before we break up, I, I can still make her come. I'm like, I can still make you come. Up. No, then you worry about yourself in that moment. No, nah, nah, I'm gonna still deliver in that aspect. It ain't even about but her. But when we used to go to the movies together every every Tuesday. I might skip a Tuesday and be like, mm, I don't feel like ain't nothing out this week. Skipping like, routine. Yeah, skipping routine, breaking routine. But then it's like you create a routine and it's now, mm, it's going off course. That's why you shouldn't even have routines in a relationship. Just break all that shit up. Like, because now it's like you, you knowing the patterns and when it's off, it's like, uh. But but that's but the patterns is important because and I don't want to take it into a whole other different t- subject. But one of the one of the worst things you can do in a in a relationship is have insecurities. That's a hundred percent. The patterns help keep you from having insecurities. But that is for you. That's for both parties involved because insecurities. No one is necessarily automatically insecure in a relationship but you just may have moments in which there's insecurities so for you for you for example your your dude would be like you record with the dream team 9-2 podcast available on apple google and spotify right every week and then you're in there with them dudes every week he may be insecure about that but on saturday night you can go with him to the dragon and be in there in a thong bikini, and he ain't even worried about it. He ain't going to the dragon, but okay. So. I don't go to the dragon because he, he, he got a gun, right? I don't like the dragon. I'm scared. It's, it's, it's live up there. Oh, it's live up there. Always scared to get shot, you know? I don't know, but me and my patterns, I do like it, but then I have a fear of doing something so much that we become comfortable that we feel like this is how we should do things, and then you get stuck in those patterns. So I'm so free-spirited. I'm so spare in a moment. I don't mm. want to never get stuck in a boundary. Mm. I, I just don't like it. And and I and I'm actually afraid of being in a relationship being stuck in boundaries. Well that's what that's part of that's part of your relationship growth though. So now you get you get you get in your relationship, you get to know each other, you establish norms between y'all, and then once you have norms established between y'all, hopefully you can just open up a line of communication. Once you open up that line, of, that form of communication, at this point, now you can express your feelings about your growth. And once he knows and understands how you want to grow and how you want to move forward, he can't be insecure about you changing and shifting and because moving differently me. because he, he now knows, knows that's yeah. you because you've expressed that. You said, hey, you know how every time I go record a Dream Team 9-2 podcast, I want to wear a green shirt? Bust it. To, on next Thursday... I'm going to rock a pink shirt. Fuck what you talking about, yo. I'm going to start to change it up on them. Right. See that line of communication? That's what prevents the insecurities because once I know and understand, I know now, because in his head, he's like, dang, Bill and Jay, they don't even know that about you. Mm. I know something about you they don't even know. I've listened to all 92 episodes of this doggone podcast and I never for once, I, I hated sharing you with them, but now 
you give me some information that they don't even know, and that'll make him feel better about himself well, in, that, in that relationship between y'all. That's a different way to look at it. But, like, so, question. So, when you're about to tell the young female or whatever that you don't middle want age, it, Middle-aged, middle-aged female. Middle-aged, yeah. young, I'm, whatever. I'm, I'm in my 40s. I so, like when you want to tell a, your lady friend that you, you don't want to continue with the relationship, like, how do you say it? Do you say, well, I just feel like uh, we should break up? Or, because you, you know when someone passes away, you physically have to tell the family, John died. You can't say he passed away. You can't say he's no longer here with us. You physically have to say John died. So when you are breaking up with somebody, do you physically say this is over? We're breaking up and I don't want to do this no more. Or you passively, aggressively say it. I feel like, well, what I've done in the past is I have, uh, we have a conversation and you can tell by the tone (laughs) where I'm going. And then eventually I'm going to say, look, this ain't working. This ain't working? What do you mean? Your your car didn't start? This ain't working, yo. What's not working? I'm confused. Nah, I get it. You get what? This ain't working. I understand you're confused. No, I mean, what, what is not working, Bill? What do you want me to do? Like, I want you to leave. Leave to go and come back tomorrow? You can try. (laughs) You can try, but I'm going to move. You're moving? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. I'm getting deployed. (laughs) No. Nah, queen. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm not into lying, yo. Just tell the truth. Just keep it a whole buck. Yeah. And with with your honesty, you might open up. You might open up a a new level Mm -hmm. on that that person. And I remember one time I was with this chick, yo. She refused. She was like, I'm not going to take it. (laughs) <laughs> she refused Damn She was I remember It was like a There was like a cookout And she wanted to introduce me To her Some a new friend One of her friends And I was like Yeah I probably shouldn't go I'm good And but, you went anyway Yeah and, I, and then she kept begging me And calling me And calling begging me to go And I and I, and I showed up I was I was just Super Irritated Not irritated But I was There was no energy it, it wasn't. Was like, it wasn't. Me. It was. Yeah. It, it's not the regular. It wasn't. It was the regular bill. You know what I'm saying? It was. It wasn't. You know. You know. Especially in a cookout, I'm playful. Right. I'm engaging. I'm looking to me. I didn't want to do none of that. I was just right. wanted to be there, and I wanted to be almost forgetful. I wanted because if in case if at any point in time I was to see any of her friends again, mm-hmm. they wouldn't I remember to be, you. I don't. I don't want them to remember me because they'll right. be like, oh, I remember you as such and such, and then be like, oh yeah. Remember that day you met me? <laughs> I broke up with her. Right. So <laughs> since you said you're just going to fucking move. So if they gave you 33K in Italy mm. to live there, are you going? No. Yeah. You're not going? No. No, no, no. So about uh, four years ago, my uncle, he lives in Canada. He was giving us a proposition that us as a family, we all put up and purchase homes in Italy because right now all of the old people are all dying off Mm -hmm. and they don't have no one living there. So Mm -hmm. they were selling the houses for like $500. You could purchase someone's home for $500 Mm -hmm. to live in Italy. So he was like, you know, us as a family, we should all put in together to get a vacation home and vacation there. And it was a great idea, but it all fell through because... You know, sometimes black folk, they be scared to step out and do new stuff or whatever. Or it's they, not black folk. It's poor people. Poor mentality. people are scared to put up money. 
But it's five hundred dollars. You could have bought the house and it could have been a shack. You could have got it fixed up, and that's still somewhere you can go to. You know, visit like boom. You so you would so so to be clear, Italian villages are offering people Americans thirty three thousand dollars to move there. You would have took advantage. You would take advantage of that. I wouldn't stay there. I would move there and come back home. Shit. You can't. That's not part of it. Well, then I don't want to. The part of requirement it. is that you go there and that you open up. A, well, for for one, you got to be under forty. So for me, I wouldn't even be eligible. Number two, you have to. You have to. I think it's like a three year commitment. Well, if it's for three years, I might can do it. And then if I can open up a business, because when my home, you girl, have to open up a business. But listen, my homegirl was in England. And she was, her husband was serving in England and they were on a whatever top mission. There were no African-American women to do her hair. No, I believe you. So she struggled trying to find someone to do her hair over in England. So if I could be that vessel to go to Italy to do African-American people hair, because it is some black people over there that's probably looking for hairstylists. Most definitely I would commit to that for three years, but then I'm still coming back to where my home is. I know it's going to be a doozy because moving... A doozy? It's going to be a doozy because... Don't nobody from Baltimore use that word, doozy. Well, I'm in, my, I'm in my Italy, boys. It's going to be a doozy. That's not Italian at all. Well, moving how do forward, you... Keep it going. <laughs> that's not even Italian. That's French. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, fool. <laughs> I don't even know. Italy's tried this before, though. They had one village... I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but they were offering people $50,000 $50, to move there. My thing is this. Why are people leaving? Why is there nobody there? They're dying. They're old. Okay. Just think about when those all old those old people, people were young, did they have kids? They, they probably had like two kids. And those two kids probably went and lived their life and moved somewhere else or whatever. And their families did not want to come back and get those homes. So pretty much... Part of those homes are abandoned. Just imagine you you owning something and you never pass it down and then you die. Who gets it? The government probably. Right. Not, so now it's they're just trying to, now they're trying to sell it for thirty three thousand dollars. Because no one's no one. And then come on, I know me. I don't have a passion to want to go to Italy. Like that's just not my passion. Same here. And I don't. Well, for one, well, a number of reasons. Uh, I remember doing. I had a layover in Italy once. It's musty out there. What does it smell like? Jersey. Mm, do it smell? No. Do it smell like Virginia? Because you know Virginia smells really funny. Virginia has a, part, has a smell. A sulfur funny. smell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Sulfur is one thing, mm. but Jersey is musty. A little must in the air. And when I, I was in the airport, and it was just a long layover in Italy, and it was just musty there. And then I would be a little nervous about stuff being really, really old. Um, mm. You don't know what kind of critters and creatures. And then Ratatouille, I don't know. It's a little oh, creepy. Ratatouille because of the movie, the Disney, the Pixar movie. I'm quite sure it's, was some truth to that. Rats was in the kitchen. Rats like, was in the kitchen. So I can imagine the rats being supersized over there. So I might be scared a little bit. But if it's for a mission. I'm not with it. I'm not with know. it at all. I might for one reason, it. But mo- mo- well, multiple reasons. But I don't even I don't from coming from you I don't like this at all though. You don't because like this? I no because I asked the question a couple on episode eighty nine episode ninety. You tell me move to Africa. I did not say move to Africa. I said if they gave you three hundred thousand dollars to relocate to leave America, are you with it? And you and you and Jay y'all sat here for 
fuck no. That's not enough. But Italy is going to 33,000? And you're like, you know something? But it's a That's different agenda. You know the agenda is different. I'm listening. The agenda is I'm moving there. I'm going to help, you know, better myself in a way that I can start a business and I'm being fronted. But I'm not moving to where as though I can't come back to my own home where America is my home. And I, and I feel like I want to stay here because this is what I know. So it's not like I'm staying there to move and never come back. I can come back. You saying it's a three-year commitment. 300000 commitment, that's not coming back. And I, I would want to come back home. So that's, just, that's, the, that's why I would do it because I have the option to come back. Mm-hmm. Another thing with that is Italy. You know how much debt America has? How much Italy has? Exactly. Who, how, do I, how do you enforce this? Who do you enforce this with? Hey, they say they're going to give me 33000 if I stay here for, for three years. I ain't even get the first installment 11000 yet. And they say you have to start a business. Why? Not just to bring, why. To bring up the community. Okay. Don't, ex- don't exploit black Americans like that. That's, the, that's, that's exploiting American talent. But just that's, think, expo- that's exploiting American in, in, ingenuity and it is. creativity. We are very talented. And, and we, are, we are very talented, and we're being exploited here. We are very much. We're being exploited here. We don't need to go. We don't need somebody else new to try, come along and try to, try to hit us with a, a new record label to rape us. We don't need it. But do you know how much uh, different your eyes will be by seeing a different part of the country. You know what I mean? A different like, part of the world, rather. A, yeah, a different part of the world because a lot of people that are artists, that are designers, they go across the world to Paris, France, Italy to get inspiration. So imagine going to another part of the country, making a legacy over there and still having the opportunity to come back and say, yo, I made a legacy over here and home, and which is our home, and getting that inspiration and, and me learning new techniques. And when you look at the back of a ketchup bottle made over across the country, it's less ingredients than in America. <laughs> Shit, I'm going over there. I'm going to eat real food over there. Real well, homegrown shit. Well, with $300,000, you couldn't do it, though. That's relocating to live forever. I still want to come back to my home. You're, you're basically saying, get the hell out of my country. Take this 300000 and you can't come back. I want to come back to America. I want to go state to state shit. But you're going to go take all of this newfound ingenuity, all this newfound creativity, all this newfound inspiration to anywhere you want in the world with $300,000. For example... But you can't How, come back. Chill, 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 real quick, chill. real, real chill. quick, real I'm quick, real quick. How much money does it? How much? In the we know the one percent in America makes how much? What forty thousand? Hell no, one percent. No, the highest. Oh, the highest. What a yeah. hundred thousand? I think it's I think it's a little higher than that. I think one percent of America makes like a quarter million or something like that. Oh, good luck. What, I'm trying to be there. Shit. Okay. How much is one percent? A 1% earner in the world, mate. A 1% owner in the world, mate? Earner. Earner? The, the top 1% of people who earn money in the world. How much do they make? I don't know, but you're going to tell me. I am. <laughs> $34,000 a year. That's a car. That's a car. $34,000 a year puts you at the top 1% of earners in the world. But check this out. So how could you make 34000 but then purchase a 
$60,000 Benz, but then live in a $300,000 house and you make $34,000. You no one in America is doing that. What you mean? People do it all the time. Not making $34,000. Then what they Queen, doing? you open up this podcast talking about how you as a, as a hairdresser, you want to buy a house. Yeah, but, but you have to show the money. Income. You got to prove the income. Okay. I don't give a fuck how much you, you prove $34,000. You're not getting approved. No, you're not going to get approved. You got you to gotta, you gotta show over fifty. Okay, so going back to my point. $34,000 makes you a top 1% earner in the world. If you get $300,000 and someone tells you to get the fuck on and sends you into the world everywhere else except America, you are in the top 1% of earners there. So what is the money ratio in Italy? What, what is their money worth to the American dollar? I don't know. It's less. It's less? Yeah, because they're trying to get Americans over there. Giving them 30, $33,000. Giving $33,000. And I believe Euro, Italy has the euros. And so, no, it's more than. So, so yeah, they're running, they're running worth more. You'll be so up. I'm going to be up. You'll be up. Um, so, if you take your American dollars, uh, of course, if you go to Jamaica, your money is going to be lit. Be of up. course, if you go to, um, if you go to, uh, What's that? Mexico, your money's going to be up. Yeah. You know, but certain places, you take your 300000 your money is no value to, to the American When you say American certain places, dollar. you mean like China? Your, your money is going to be trashed there. Um, Canada. Canada, it's not going to be trashed. It's just going to be a little off. It's going to be a short little a little bit. Short a little bit. Um, what is that other? Definitely in Hawaii. Hawaii, you struggling. You struggling. And I just watched a YouTube video about, you know, them letting people come living there, putting out the Hawaiians out of their homes. And they, they don't even make no afford, money. They can't even afford can't to live. They can't afford to live in Hawaii anymore. They can't. And the houses are worth millions of dollars. And they millions don't even make over. They make 34000 They They don't even make that. A lot of times, no. And then I guess they were saying that the people that are homeless, they send them to Hawaii because it's warm. Um, if they were to be homeless or they don't call it homeless, they call it, um, I forget what houseless. they Houseless. If they were to be houseless, then they would be able to survive in the, the beautiful weather. <sighs> Which is very sad. Yeah, it's sad, but when you want to see stuff like that, you just gotta be kind of. You just kind of gotta ask yourself, how is this information getting to me, and why is this information available to me? And you just gotta be kind of wary of it, super wary of things, because we live in an information age. But we live in an age where a lot of this information is media. Yeah, and a lot of information is is uh is wrong. So you just gotta be super careful about that. Yeah. Well, you just do your fact checks. And, you know, just check facts. But I do feel like anyone that's giving you anything for free, it is stipulations to it. So I, I may mm. renege on my 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 uh my answer because, you know, nothing in this world is free. So just don't think that somebody's just gonna hand you down some money and you're gonna be good. Like I'd still feel like with all these stimulus checks and shit that we getting, there's some shit up the pipe with it. You know, oh yeah, we getting that. It's some we shit getting up that the right pipe. Because if you haven't noticed, your hundred dollars acting like ten dollars as of lately. Oh uh, yeah, and, and the yeah. markup on cars and shit—they didn't marked up cars over ten grand. So God forbid, you know, anything happens. Stuff is just being weird. Shouts out to the listeners, y'all. Hey y'all. 
here at the Dream Team 9-2 Podcast. We appreciate y'all for checking in. What you got for us, Jazz? Let's wrap this thing up. Be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help, and be brave enough to ask for it. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, that was your closing thought or your spiritual tip? That was my spiritual tip. Oh, okay, okay. That's what's up. You're on point. Uh, health tip. If you take a watermelon, and you know how the watermelon has vertical lines on it? Mm-hmm. All right, for a good watermelon, you want to get the sweetest one, it should be two finger width between the green lines. Oh, that's so good the light green lines mm-hmm. should have a two finger width between the dark green lines. I normally just smack it. And if it go clunk, it's for me. Every watermelon's gonna go clunk when you smack it. No, it's just it's a certain way when you smack that ass. It's like no, 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 no. no. no you did that. It's a certain way when Did you smack that it? watermelon and it just ricochet and it just Strong go clunk, 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 clunk. That's a good one. I got a good one yesterday from the watermelon man up on Johnny Cake. It was busting in the words. Johnny of, Cake and what? Um, right by Mr. G's. Mm. But his a little pricey. You twenty dollars? Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> you was fifteen dollars last summer. Yeah. Summer two thousand fifteen. You was ten dollars. Yes. Now we hear twenty dollars for a watermelon. A champ? seeded watermelon. Twenty dollars. Well, the seeded one's gonna cost more because it's real. I know. Twenty dollars. Al, that's my health tip. Um, closing thoughts. Man. Don't get vaccinated, y'all. Period. Because the... <laughs> yo, it's scary, yo. The president of Tanzania, the Philippines, mm. Haiti, mm. countries who denied the vaccination, now their presidents are dead. Look up the last time three presidents died in one year. Something's going on, guys. I'm scared. It's, it's scary times, y'all. Scary times. I don't want to go crazy. I don't want to get too far into it. But closing thought for me, enjoy the life that you have now. Enjoy all the things that you can do and be grateful for everything that you have. Period. Per. That's a lot of closing thought, yo. You put a lot of energy and effort into your joint this week, yo. I appreciate you. I'm just saying, you just got to be thankful. Like, some people, I'm not being funny, but some people really don't have arms. And I'm thankful that I'm able to use my arms. Oh, my I'm gosh. serious. Like, I'm I'm starting to be thankful for, like, little things that you don't be thankful for. Like, I'll be complaining sometimes. And I'll be like, yo, Jazz, you know you're complaining, yo. Like, you're able to do this. And you're you're able to move like you want to. You're able to get up every day and go to work. Like, <laughs> no, I'm thankful for that. Like, real shit. I know people that had strokes and shit, and they don't have no mobility in their left side. You know what I mean? And you know these people. I do. And, and I'm just thankful that I'm able, you know, to get up and go to work every day. And I'm, I'm able to do the things that I want to do. So even if you can't do those things, still enjoy what you can do. With that being said, we're going to rock out. A little classic. The world is yours. Queens. What up? Nice. Shouts out Wayne, shouts out Al. All my toxic offenders was good, y'all.
I sit the dumb peak watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the margin. Dream Team 92, episode 92. Understandable smooth shit that murderers oh, would do the least thing that right. Dream Team 92, what up, boy? Say what? You think of that DJ's name? I still didn't. I forgot all about it. The world is yours. The world is yours. God bless your life. To my people's throughout Queens. God bless your life. I trip, we boxing crazy bitches, aiming guns and all my baby pictures. Beef with housing police, release scriptures, that's maybe Hitler's. Yet I'm the mild money, getting style, rolling foul. The versatile honey, sticking wild, golden child, dwelling in the rotten apple. You get tackled, a court by the devil's lasso. Shit, Shit is a hassle. There's no days for broke days, we sell smoke pays while all the old folks pray to Jesus, soaking their sins and trays. A holy water, odds against nods and slaughter. Finger the word best is in my life to name my daughter my strength my son the star will be my resurrection born in correction all the wrong shit i did he'll lead in right direction how you live in larger broker charge cards are mediocre you're flipping coca playing spit spades and strip poker poker the world is yours the world is yours Thanks for rocking with us today, y'all. Dream Team 92 Podcast. Fuck. We out of here, y'all. Deuces.